podcasts like this are supported in part by contributions from individuals like you. Please consider a gift to PRI in support of our mission to create a more informed, engaged, and empathetic world. Make a gift today at PRI.org slash give. Climate talks get underway in Lima today, Monday, December 1st. This is The World. I'm Marco Werman. Peru is hosting the latest round of U.N. climate talks. And when it comes to climate change, Peruvians already see the signs. They actually don't talk about the shrinking of the glaciers. They refer to the mountains turning black. They're seeing more bare rock than they used to. Of course, Peru isn't the only place affected. The port of Houston in Texas faces rising sea levels. This is real. It could accelerate, and so we have to plan for it. Two climate tales coming up today. Also, the Canadian sports trophy that gets broken a lot by the very players who've won it, not the fans. The average fans haven't broken it, so I I don't know if that says something good about them or something bad about the players. Plus, the mystery of the rubber slabs on the beach and the woman who seems to have solved it. Support for PRI's The World comes from TIAA-CREF, a financial services company helping to create financial outcomes that matter. Learn more at TIAA.org. I'm Marco Werman. You're tuned to The World. You know how hard it is for a large group of people to reach consensus, like... Big Hero 6 or Mockingjay? I bet this weekend there were family fights over that decision. Let's face it, agreement is hard to find in a big group. Now imagine more than 190 countries agreeing on anything that has to do with climate change. That's essentially what the United Nations is trying to achieve right now in Lima, Peru. The latest UN climate talks are aimed at getting more countries to pledge a reduction in greenhouse gas emissions. Negotiators also want to build momentum toward a new global climate pact next year. The host in Lima is Peruvian President Ollanta Humala, and he said at the outset, it's urgent that we create the greatest alliance in history against climate change. And why does he care so much? For that, we turn to Barbara Fraser. She's a journalist based in Lima. He really hasn't said much in Peru about this, so he has to say that it's urgent, and it is urgent for Peru. Peru is a country that has tropical glaciers, it has tropical forests, it has most of its population living in dry lands, sort of on on the rain shadow side of the Andes Mountains, but actually the president has not said much about climate change in the country. Right, so how do people talk about climate change in Peru? What are Peruvians saying? Peruvians actually know a fair amount about climate change because many of them are experiencing it in various ways. They may or may not talk about it the way scientists do, but they certainly talk about it from their own experience. If you go to the highlands in the Andes, for example, and talk to farmers in valleys, they'll tell you that the rains come out of season, that they can't predict the rains as well as they used to. They can't predict the changes in seasons. And then there's constant concern on the coast about what will happen with water supplies. I think every region on the coast, many of the ones on the coast have their eye further up the Andes looking for water supplies that they might be able to tap. So if President Humala had not been really talking much about climate change prior to this UN conference, has his government uh, been talking about adaptation at all to climate change? There is talk about adaptation, yes, actually, from the Depart- from the Ministry of Agriculture, their projects for adaptation for farmers particularly. There are a lot of nonprofit organizations, non-governmental organizations in Peru that have been working on these adaptation issues with farmers for a long time. The Ministry of the Environment is much more 
outspoken about this. In fact, one of the reasons why the environment minister was so enthusiastic about having Peru be the the seat of this this climate conference, even though a climate conference is expensive, was that he's hoping that having the climate conference here will help sort of jumpstart some of the efforts that his ministry would like to see happen with regard to energy, water, deforestation, some of these these issues that are really key issues for climate change in the country and that aren't getting as much attention or attention as fast as perhaps they need to. Right. Well, maybe that'll keep people's attention in Peru after the delegates fly home, which, uh, you know, what you just said makes me wonder, I mean, what do the residents of Lima make of the thousands of delegates coming to their city to discuss a topic that, especially with these economic uh, issues that you were just describing, Barbara, that may not register when the poor are just trying to eat for another day? There's a bit of a disconnect about what this huge group of people is doing in, in Lima.